0: Hi, it's Lisa. Welcome back to The Healing Path, a podcast created to connect our broken hearts as we take away the stigma of telling the truth about grief. After two decades of grieving the profound losses of two of my children, it finally occurred to me that I could choose to end the struggle. All the work over the years of trying to shield myself and those around me from my raw, unbridled pain hadn't gotten me anywhere but here. Right here, smack in the middle of relentless struggle. Despite the years I spent yearning and reading and grieving and journaling and meditating and therapy and prayer, um, and, and coaching, just trying to achieve some state of quote unquote, feeling better, um, that never happened. And finally I learned that feeling better was actually never a worthy goal. Looking back, I just wish someone had told me, or at least that I could have heard, that it wasn't actually and never has been my job to feel better, but rather to create a life around the craters that are left in my heart that won't move or be filled again, meaning the hose will always be there. Creating a life around them is the goal, not to feel better. So I created the healing path to share our experiences and our compassion on our journeys to shift our energy from covering up our scars and instead wearing them as the medals of honor that they in fact are. Today, I'm continuing our grief series, uh, public announcement. This will be number six. This was from September. And you can access prior public service service announcements for grief, both in the Healing Path podcast and also at lisamcfarland.com. A supportive act that you can do for a loved one who has lost someone close is to find out some important dates. So the first thing you're going to want to know is the birth date of the person that died. Second would be the date that the person died. And then if they were married, there's a third date you want to establish, and that's their wedding anniversary. What this does is it allows you to acknowledge their grief on these special days which are always on the minds of people who are grieving someone that they love. Mark these dates down as recurring in whatever calendar management uh, system you depend on. These dates, no matter how many days or decades it has been, since they changed the life of the person in grief, will always be imprinted on their minds. Your loved one may never bring them up, but by you knowing they're looming, you can easily be present to that person. A couple ways to do this are to send a card, a text, flowers, or to ask in a chat, do you have anything, any special plans this week? Or I think this is the week of your mom's birthday. Or do you do anything special to mark the anniversary of your wife's passing? It was just about a year ago at this time, right? When you reach out, make it short and sweet. If your loved one wants to connect more on this issue, they'll let you know. But if they don't, respect that privacy too. One of the biggest challenges I've experienced on my own grief path to healing is the isolation that comes from feeling alone, like no one understands. And it's true. Our own idiosyncratic experience of loss is unique in many ways. But there is a common thread of isolation. And we have found this to be ameliorated bit by bit when those who love us simply acknowledge our loss in some small way. If you want to get fancy and spend a little scratch, try sending them some form of self-care indulgence, like a gift certificate to their favorite spa or a gift card to a restaurant or a gift card to their favorite store or have something shipped to them that you like. Maybe a candle that you've enjoyed, a soft blanket, or a meditation book, anything that you've enjoyed, sending it to them and just letting them know you're thinking about them is effective. Ultimately, we can't fix the broken hearts in those we love, but we can help cradle them by showing up, not just when someone dies, but in the weeks, months, and years that continue to pass as your relationship with that person hopefully grows and remains intact. As we have said before, the grief never goes away. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Healing Path. Please visit lisamcfarland.com for more on this and other posts. And coming soon, please join our digital support community at ScarsToMetals.com. We look forward to having you there as well. Stay present, stay grateful, and stay healing. And thanks for listening.